Welcome to What's Your Beef? What's Your Beef is proudly supported by Suncorp Bank, helping local producers through the ups and downs since 1902. Each week we will introduce you to people working in the beef industry and some of the characters that help deliver the iconic event that is Beef Australia. Where are the beef cheeks? That's the number one demand coming from consumers according to one of Australia's biggest supermarkets. Stephen Rennie is the National Livestock Manager for Coles Beef. Coles processes over half a million head of Australian cattle annually and according to Steve, it's important to him that his buyers are in the drafting yard when they are selected. I was lucky enough to sit down with him behind the MasterChef kitchen that they had bought to Beef 21. So I uh, actually born in Wagga, New South Wales, but grew up in New England at a place called Walker in um, New England, New South Wales. Lucky enough to have a neighbour that was actually a shareholder in a local abattoirs at Port Macquarie. So after doing ag college at Tokal Ag College down near Maitland, I got um, become a, an apprentice buyer for, with a local abattoirs in Port Macquarie. Started there, a few years there, then went to, uh, to Woolworths buying lambs for Woolworths and, sorry, cattle with Woolworths and then um, got relocated to Melbourne, moved into cattle um, after numerous years with uh, Woolworths and different roles in amongst their meat division. I moved on to Elders Charlton Feedlot in central Victoria. It's seven years there as the um, purchasing and selling all the cattle for, for Charlton Feedlot. Then I've been with Coles in this role for the last 10 years. You know, you are a buyer, and I've had this discussion with a few people this week. You know, there is um, such a relationship between buying cattle and then it ending up on your plate and, and doing the whole breakdown thing. So can you just talk a little bit about that relationship and when you are buying cattle, how like what are you looking for when you um, when you buy them? Yeah, so I've been very fortunate to have some very good mentors in my, uh, in my career, and the very early ones my mentors uh, first was with buying livestock, we are meat buyers in the form of livestock and there's two things people need to um, pick it up because it looks good but it must come back if it eats well so product must eat well so it's the number one thing we have is a focus of a beast being well finished healthy well looked after and then that usually culminates in it eating well um, but getting all those other things right is the first thing and that is the the beauty of our vendors is they do that well no matter what the challenges are where are you buying cattle, coals? Like, is it nationally, obviously, but you know, what, what, you must have some main areas. Uh, so yeah, we are nationally. So we're in uh, six abattoirs nationally. We're in um, in most states. Uh, purchase cattle out of all states. Don't, nothing out of the territory, but all other locations. Um, but we are concentrated in the cattle producing areas of our type of cattle. So central Queensland, sort of um, Capella South, is where we, we buy a lot of our cattle. But obviously, a lot of our cattle in our supply chain are bred in other areas from that. And then all over Victoria, most of New South Wales, southwestern part of Western Australia, and source a lot of cattle out of the southeastern part of South Australia as well. So, what are you looking for? What's the criteria for Coles beef? So, actually, the people is is the biggest thing we look for to start with. So, um, very much our producers, their dedication to quality and the dedication to get it right, because we can't be at every truck loading or everything with the numbers we've got. So, you are relying on that relationship you have with that producer to do it right. And you know, the strategy we've got of you know, numerous family farms. We deal with over a thousand producers across the year. Some from small to large. Some are regular every week. Some are only every seasonal. Um, working with them to get that right animal at the right time is what is great for us. But a young, early maturing, well finished animal, whether it be on grass, grain, you know, different breed makes up to different country. But that consistency of a, a well fed young animal is, is what we're looking for. 
you said before that you you're in the the drafting pen a lot of the times really you know getting to know some of the, the family farms that you are, are working with yeah so we are so we're very hands-on so there's seven of us in the beef livestock team um you know based on the on the east coast i, I also look after the west coast but um so we're very much with those families to be able to do that helping them draft the cattle again we don't need to be at every truck loading because the people have got businesses to run and they're busy but very much working with them selection of the cattle to get that right and how many families would you because you said that Coles actually uh, has quite a um, preference for family farms why is that and, and how many do you work with across the country well it's obviously what makes up most of Australia's um, beef supply is the family farms as well we, we, we um, do business with corporates as well but we're a seven day a week business you know we need to deliver the product for our customers seven days a week so we need people that are going to deliver it no matter what the challenges and there's plenty of challenges from floods to droughts to fly to fires so we just find that multi-generational family farm operation just gets it done it gets it done consistently all the time for us they'll have challenges but we're big enough and we can work with them if it needs to put it back a week recent floods in new south wales we had two feed yards couldn't get cattle out for three weeks we work with them could cover it go back we went and saw, saw the cattle with them picked the numbers up again so um, yeah, we deal with a variety. As I said earlier, it's, it's over a 1,000 producers across the year that we deal with. So um, we're quite proud to be well spread across the, across the network. You know, we are at Beef Australia and we'll, we'll get into some of the other work that Coles has been doing here this week. But you have made an announcement um, with a, a new partnership with, with Tees. Tell us about that. Yeah, look, it's a great announcement. We've been actually doing trials with Tees for over 18 months now at the Beanley site. And uh, they helped us out enormously through COVID with some access to some of their other sites that when we, we lost some sites in Victoria. But, um, yeah, the announcement would be a, a multi-year deal at Tees and Bean Lee. best thing about that, it, it just firms up our supply partner for processing with, you know, their legends of the meat industry, Tees family. But also that then gives the 130-odd suppliers we've got in Queensland, surety that we're in Queensland processing with a Queensland processor in a great location for their cattle. With social licensing, and I guess you know the consumer, the consumer is king in the, in the modern environment. How does Coles manage that, and in the way that you present beef, and the way and the partners that you take on board? Uh, yeah, good question. So there's um, things like specifications. So we're quite hard on our specifications for weight. That's driven by a consumer as to what they want for their serve size. Obviously, if beef's risen in, in value a lot. It gets challenging to keep that as a value proposition for our customer. So we then invest in further machinery, further down the chain to you know, do thinner steaks and different sort of uh, categories. The MasterChef series we've got is about educating consumers to different cooking types to be able to cope with that. So that's part of our drive is to educate that consumer to different cuts or different ways they can drive value. Um, and then partners like you know, Tees and other processing partners we've got obviously keep investing in their organisation to you know, lower their the drain on resources, their costs and things like that. Everyone's got to focus on it and make sure they're good socially um, partners as well. You've also, you know, I guess working with all manners of the supply chain uh, and in the modern office world, you've got a terrific app that you've put together too for your, well, as I said, all members of the um, supply chain. So can you tell us how that came about? Yeah, so our EMVD app is something we're very proud of. So, um, you know, it started two years ago. We work with our we work with all the industry actually you know from isc through to the the local regulation to the police and in areas that that everyone that needed the nvd the national vendor declaration needed to touch it including our producers we've been able to digitize that and make that paperless for just on two years then we've now done a a new announcement this week where we've developed that up to deliver feedback because we've got 
talking to our producers, they're, they're time poor. They're very busy people. And if you've got to go and open another email to find out how things are going, it's just another job. So this app now gives you the feedback of how your cattle are performed as soon as the information's ready, like the day after the kill or after they've been graded, gives the basics of what the people want to know, get a snapshot so they can move on. So we see them doing this while they're filling a tractor up or you know, waiting for the feed mix to, the, to mix or something like that, waiting for the cattle to cool down when they've got them in the yard. So um, response has been fantastic with our producers. And I guess, you know, you'd be working with some pretty savvy operators too and, you know, people that you'd like to think would be doing some pretty good benchmarking. So you touched on the feedback there, but how does that marry into some of the systems that they already have in place? Uh, so very much we're working towards that. So we're, we're working towards exactly that type of thing. We're getting requests all the time. Am I, this is good getting my figures, but are they good or can I do better? So we're trying to develop that. So, yeah, absolutely, we're working towards that. And we want to make sure we work in with their other on-farm uh, systems as well. I think people realise there's numerous choices for systems out there, but we've got to continually work to bring them together so we actually get one version of the truth and not have to be manually importing sort of information. So there, there's some very savvy people out there in a variety of ages, and uh, they're keen to get data and how they can improve. Steve, how many head would you process, would Coles process a week? Uh, it's over in excess of 500,000 a year we process. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of numbers. Uh, it was up significantly last year during the COVID session with the, um, with the, dry, the um, pressure on, on markets in. But, uh, yeah, well in excess of 500,000 cattle a year we, we process nationally. And do you, you know, is it with such a, um, a focus on the secondary cuts and, and utilising the whole carcass? Can you do that in-house? Like, is that something that you can present to your shop fronts? Yeah, absolutely. So as I said, the MasterChef team is one version of that. We've got product development people working for us all the time. Uh, so Michael and Courtney that are here cooking at, at um, Beef with us. Michael works full-time in our development kitchen, so working on all those type of things, secondary cuts for it. Not only secondary cuts, I think that the industry has done a fantastic job in it. Beef cheeks, you can't get them anywhere now. No, I have a big problem actually with the price of beef cheeks and oxtail because I really enjoyed that before it got famous on MasterChef. Thanks very much. So, yeah. It is a problem, isn't it? And you, and you can't find it anywhere. You know, it's a number one problem we get is, oh, beef cheeks, where are they? So what we're actually doubling back now on is, is the sweet cuts. So we realise now, so some thin cut of really well-finished um, cattle, so great eating quality, which the MSA system allows us to identify, you can cut those steaks thinner and still get a great eating experience just to keep that value for the customer, to balance up our carcass. What would you like the industry in terms of innovation and, and some of these, you know, you've got, you've got MSA and those grading systems, where would you like to see the industry? What's the next hurdle that you'd like to see, um, you know, accomplished? Uh, I think, as I said earlier, it's really just trying to bring all this information together. Information's great, but you've got to have time to read it, and it's got to be in a usable form. I'm I'm really big stickler for any informational feedback systems we've got. I want to be able to look at cattle in the yard and look at the system. If I've got to go and look in an office somewhere else on the computer and the cattle are separate in the yard, no good for me because I'm distracted something else. I want to be able to look at it on my phone, be relevant information of what I've processed this week and related to what cattle I'm going to send next week because you can have the conversation and go, people get it and we can move on to something else. So I think bringing all those systems together is something the industry's got to push towards. And then the on-farm information is collected by our producers, I think tapping into that as well, again, to let them have better information to, for their purchasing decisions and ultimately for their breeding decisions, which is that much further out again. Now, we are here, Steve, at, at Beef 21 in Rockhampton. It is the final day, so, you know, you've had a pretty amazing few days at the, the Coles Demo Kitchen. What, what have you set up here and, and what, have, what have you uh, presented to some of our, your consumers? 
this is our third beef it's um and it's it's been fantastic it's been really really good so we uh, changed things around a little bit this year, um, so we've had a live demonstration of, of um, deboning carcasses before. We put it on video this year because of the COVID risk. You know, early on we didn't know whether we were going to be allowed over the border, so we've got a demonstration video of a whole carcass breakdown. We talked through that with people, which has been very, very popular. Give them some overview on our livestock stuff. Kids in the kitchen, the school programs have been packed out every day. It's been really, really good. And then just very cooking show through the um, through the, the week, which has demonstrated beef obviously but all different ways of beef the perfect steak you know everyone claims they know how to cook the perfect steak and they apparently they don't they don't they don't <laughs> we even had the minister for agriculture for queensland here the other day and he picked up a few tips too apparently from michael on what to do with the perfect steak so um yeah all those type of things so it's been really well supported what's your favorite cut you know you're looking at cattle all day every day and, and working out how they're going to present what do you take home for yourself uh, look, a scotch fillet is pretty hard to go past, but I actually like a rump cap, like a, a rump cap done on the barbecue, a bit like um, like a butterfly leg of lamb, so, you know, the fat down to start with, um, I, I think it's a sensational piece of meat with it, heaps of flavour in it like the rump's got, and versatility, you know. I've got four children, and uh, not all of them want to sit and eat a big steak. You can actually do this thinly sliced, put it in wraps, do, you know, salad thing, but the flavour of it is just sensational. You live in or around Melbourne, one of the more metropolitan cities in, in Australia. What's the attitude towards the beef industry that you see? Like, I know you're, you're, you're fairly biased in your occupation, but it just, you know, you'd still come across quite a few other consumers. Yeah, I am very biased um, with it, and I suppose I mix with beef people on it more than anything, but uh, everyone loves a good steak. Like, that is the number one thing, you know. Yeah, price is always, no one likes to pay any more, but... It is secondary if it delivers a great eating experience with it, and that's something we concentrate on. Um, and that's probably the proudest thing uh, we get the feedback. We got a system to tell, tell Coles. People freely share their thoughts on email. Some late at night after a bottle or two of wine, you don't really want to hear, but but uh, we look at it all the time and take it in. And um, yeah, price comes up, availability comes up, things we can always do better. Pleasing is quality doesn't come up. We just do not get the complaints of quality of anything like that. I'd rather get. You know, our grass-fed product, each sensational, you know, our local range in Queensland, and grain-fed. It's having it on show all the time because consumers are not consistent, come in when we want them to come in. They tend to do what they want to do, so um, that's a challenge. But, yeah, the feedback we get about the quality of our meat is fantastic. So we talked about a, a bit earlier about how many um, families and, and producers that you work with, but you've just announced another 30 this week too, haven't you? Yeah, so, um, you know, it's another announcement this week uh, culminating with the, the tease announcement is across the last 18 months we've been transitioning some of our cattle supply and as I said earlier, you know, from 2018 we had 37 suppliers in Queensland, some very big ones and some medium-sized ones, which most of those suppliers or a large, large majority of them are actually still supplying us. But for various reasons, people move on, sell properties and do things. But uh, we're, we're now over 130 suppliers in Queensland and, um, you know, from some seasonal suppliers through to regular every week, we actually had a uh, had an afternoon tea drinks here on Wednesday, and we had a really good roll up of supplies, new and old, to come along, which was great for them to meet the wider Coles team, and visited several suppliers early in the week with our general manager of meat. She'd never been to a feedlot before, never actually been onto Queensland farms before, 
we uh, we went and did a couple thousand kilometres early in the week and, and visited some of them, and she really loved it. And uh, it was great for the producers to see her as well. And I think, you know, it goes back to a little bit, like we touched on social licence, but people really want that story now too. It's like a, I heard earlier in the week, we've got to the point where you go to a restaurant or, or buy a cut of meat and you kind of need to know the name of the cow and where it lived and how much it ate, you know. But it, it, how important is it to you to really have that relationship and, and be able to tell those stories to, to your customers? Oh, look, it's something we're working on all the time, how we tell that story and the size we are and the depth we are. It's a challenge, but um, our, our general manager, Charlotte, got it. She goes, the passion in them just, just shines out, you know. All I tell you is you just got to get in front of them and, uh, you know, their passion from people breeding the cattle, their investment in their size and their passion of how to do that, to how to cope with um, dry times, but to delivering a, a regular, consistent quality article for us. So that's the story, and it's a great story, but we've just got to get um, get it out in the public more and more, which we're continually working on. I think this week of beef is one of the things for us, you know, to be here. It's been a big investment for Coles. It's been a long, long week. There's some very tired people and some very hot feet overnight, but, uh, but it's certainly been worth it, yeah. Okay, well, Steve, thank you so much for your time today. Pleasure. Thank you. Beef Australia is proudly supported by our principal partners. Thanks to the Australian Government Department of Agriculture, Water and the Environment, the Queensland Government, Meat and Livestock Australia and the Rockhampton Regional Council. Thanks for listening. You can hit subscribe to make sure you don't miss any of our episodes. And if you are enjoying listening to the show, we would appreciate a quick rating and review. Visit beefaustralia.com.au for more information on this great event.